Hello and welcome to Listen in Worship for St Michael's and St Mary's Churches, the Sermon and the Hymn of the Day for Sunday the 11th of July, the sixth Sunday after Trinity. And we're reflecting on our Gospel reading today, the Gospel reading which is the beheading of John the Baptist. And some preachers have asked, why has this been included for us as a gospel, a good news reading? And so let's have a look and see what is to be learned from this grim and grisly tale. The background. Herod had married his brother's wife and John had made enemies of Herod and Herodias by saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herod feared John and recognised him to be a righteous and holy man. Not so his wife Herodias, who bore a serious grudge and who continued to nurse a hatred that drove the events to come. And then that birthday party with King Herod so caught up in the beauty of his own daughter, or possibly daughter-in-law, that he couldn't think straight, and with a rash and probably drunken vow, in front of his guests, he promised up to half his kingdom for that dance. Herodias seized her chance to silence the embarrassing voice in the wilderness, and had her daughter ask for John's head. Herod could have prevented John's death. He was, to be fair, greatly distressed, but was sadly more afraid of how he would look in front of his guests than he was of killing a holy man of God. So John died, the casualty of his own integrity, of speaking the truth to power, of a man's lust and a woman's vengeance, and his body was laid in a tomb. Have you noticed how much there is in common in the stories of John the Baptist and of Jesus? Looking at John and Jesus, both their conceptions were miraculous. Both went into the desert to begin their ministry and both preached the nearness of God's kingdom. Both were persecuted. Here the persecutor is Herodias. For Jesus it will be the Sanhedrin. In each case, the ruler gives a choice to others as to what he shall do. Here the choice is up to half a kingdom. For Jesus, the alternative is Barabbas. Both John and Jesus are arrested and both die shameful and ignominious deaths, though deserving of no shame. And both are laid in the tomb. John's whole life and execution witnessed to and foreshadowed the life and death of Jesus, but for the resurrection. Of course, although John's body will remain lying in a tomb, we know that the resurrection is coming. Because death was not the end for Jesus, death will not ultimately be the end for John, and death is not the end for us. Perhaps part of the reason that this story is in Mark's Gospel at all is to make it clear to those who have not understood 
that John is not the Messiah. John's role in salvation's story is to prepare the way. The story also marks time for us. There is a repeated sense in Mark that Jesus comes after John. After me will come. After John was arrested, Jesus came proclaiming the good news. And so this story tells us that with the passing of John, the one who prepared the way, the time of preparation is past and the time of fulfilment has come. So what can we learn from this story? In the story, we can see that world leaders need people they can trust to tell them the truth, even if it is difficult for them to hear. The church, like John, is called to speak the truth to power. We know this carries risks, if not of death, which is still a real threat for Christians in some parts of the world. Then alienation and hostility from the powers that be. And we need to pray for those whose ministry this is, especially those who become prisoners of conscience and martyrs for the gospel. The story also serves as a kind of cautionary tale. One writer entitled this story, The Prophet Who Lost His Head and The King Who Lost His Soul. We can know John's ultimate fate with a fair degree of certainty, but of the ultimate fate of Herod, we can only speculate and leave to God's mercy. Who will now speak the truth to Herod in love? Who will call him to repentance? How then is it also good news? I think it is good news in this. There, just at the beginning of the reading, almost lost in the terrible story that follows, are the few words that say this story is not complete in itself. There is more. It is to be continued, for Jesus' name had already become well known. And we can know that as with this shabby tale of man's inhumanity and inhumanity to man, as with all those that fill our gossip magazines and our evening news, they are not the end of the story. There is a bigger story to be told, one in which Jesus is the main character and in which the grave is not the last word. There is a bigger story to be told, one in which Jesus is the main character and in which the grave is not the last word. So thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoy listening to the hymn of the day, which is led by Cheryl Parr and Gemma Parr-Smith. My Jesus, my Saviour, Lord, there is none like you. God bless you and have a great week.
Thank you.